Hey, Benedict. Hey, Daniel. So we've hired one developer, which is pretty exciting. I feel like last week, I'm trying to remember where we were mentally last week with that process. Well, I think what's crazy is we actually, I think I had that first call with this person on Monday last week, and then you talked to them on Tuesday, right? Yeah. Right. So I don't think we'd even, I might have talked to him earlier that day before we recorded the podcast. I think we felt good that we might be talking to somebody last week that would turn into a developer. We have three people who are really excited about it, a few other calls, or three people that we were kind of loosely thought might be something. But this is somebody we know a tiny bit, but not in person, just we've messaged and talked to, and he listens to the podcast, and I think listened to the podcast before we'd ever talked to him, so that was helpful. But it was pretty cool how quickly that happened. Yeah. When we got on our call, they said, feels like I'm on a podcast. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I know you didn't tell me that. And we're really excited. Let's also say we're super stoked. This is such an awesome hire. It's super exciting. Yes. Yes. I think it goes without saying. I think the more we say, the more we just get into trouble of saying too much before they start. Another person that we got pretty excited about, random sort of connection. Don't want to say either, but random connection and then a funny situation and they dove in and got really excited about arrows and us and our way of thinking and approaching things and they actually seem to approach things in a very similar way to this person we've already confirmed have signed docs with who's going to start in a few weeks this new person i'm going to get on a call with in 30 minutes to discuss hiring them as well we want to make an official offer we have to figure out the logistics but it's very wild to be a week later essentially having two engineers coming in when we weren't sure where we were last week I think especially because it's challenging to hire developers, or I think that's a commonly understood state of the world right now. And so I think where I was mentally last week was, you know, we had been talking to people for a while, been looking for a while, and it could be a month or two before we really find some people who seem like fantastic fits. And then it all just came together at once. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was in the same mindset. Like it really could take a month or two to find even one great person let alone two. Yeah, because I remember you were like, if it takes two months for us to really just put a lot of energy into recruiting and we get one person out of that, that, that'd be okay. And I think we should accept that reality. <laughs> and then it flipped very quickly. Yeah. I mean, and the thing that's, I think, very exciting, actually, even more than how great I think these people are and how, how impactful I think they will be to the product and the quality of our code and the quality of what we can ship the other side of this is I think they will have a very big impact to us being an attractive place to work, which I know has been very much on your mind. It's obviously been on my mind, but you've been thinking about that, that a lot really, really deeply, which I, I think is an interesting topic. But I think they will make what I think is already personally in an interesting place to work even more interesting. Like you said, it's hard to hire people, but I think the people who want to build things in the way that we are building things maybe have less interesting options, at least less less options generally. Yeah, I think we can maybe dive into that in a later episode once we have them on board and maybe even have them on the show. Related though, so you put together a code. I don't want to call it, we keep calling it a test accidentally because it's like commonly accepted. I call it a take-home. Take-home project for, yeah, the yeah. hiring process. So it's one of those things where you're like, okay, we need to hire people. And it's like, right, we need to have some sense of how software developers write code. And there's a bunch of different ways to do this, a bunch of different ways that companies do this across the industry. And I think the one that we like the most is similar to the way that we would actually work in reality in day-to-day -day at Arrows. The one that kind of fits our style the most is a 
take-home project. And so rather than getting on a Zoom call and opening up some kind of shared code editor or working through some whiteboard problems, as a lot of people do, we are a remote company, we're a remote team, and so a lot of the work that we will be doing will be happening asynchronously anyways. It's not a thing where we're all coming in and getting around a whiteboard and having very... I don't know, I guess the whiteboard is not the, sort of the metaphor for how we work at Arrows. So the take-home felt like a good fit. We both talked about, okay, what is a project that someone can do in a few hours that feels relevant to the work that they would be doing at Arrows, isn't totally crazy, lets them focus on the aspects of software development that they enjoy and that they think that they shine at, and lets us start a conversation where we can get a sense of what it would be like to talk through some code together or talk through a feature or talk through some decisions that were made. And so, yeah, I came up with a test project, which basically the engineer will load in a bunch of data from a CSV and create a list of customers on a page and then do some things with that data, basically. I think overall, the results so far have been pretty positive. I would pull down the code, check it out, and then we'd have a conversation about it. And that's what happened today. And I think it went really well. And I was really nervous and very ineloquent and stumble around, but <laughs> they were very patient with me and it worked well. It was, you really get a sense of, oh, okay, how is someone thinking about this problem? How do they feel about certain things? How do they respond to feedback? How do they evaluate different options that they could have explored? And yeah, overall, so far going decently, I think. Yeah, I think it's... It's less of a test of can people code, it's how do they approach it, what trade-offs do they make, where do they focus their time. One thing the person said today, you sent me a clip, even they were talking about, well, I, I did this thing because I it seemed like good enough for now, and yes, maybe with different requirements or a longer timeline, or in the future we might have to rebuild it for XYZ reason, but this seemed good enough for now. And hearing that they made that trade-off, but they understood both options, it wasn't like just reaching for something that they knew or that scene, they actually understood it. it was interesting. And I think we've also dug in a lot the idea of like communication styles, partially because of the remote thing and also just being a few people and hearing that stuff has been very interesting. The other part that related to the communication style, like you mentioned, how do they explain it or how do they respond to feedback? But it's also how do they respond to being asked to explain it just because maybe we don't understand it and not because it's wrong, but just, can you explain this just so we educate ourselves and the team? And that, that seems to be a nice signal too. Like, do they get annoyed with people who don't understand something? Yeah, especially because coding is so broad and there are so many things that we definitely want to encourage as an environment where people aren't afraid to ask questions and are encouraged to ask questions and people feel confident that's a good feedback loop. It's not a feedback loop where they ask a question and they're either the question is ignored or it's not deemed worth responding to or they're embarrassed to ask in the first place so they never do or the explanation is poor. I think all of those things are very important, especially early on where we're setting that standard for how we reason about these things and deal with code and all of the communication that comes with it. Yeah, definitely. Related to this topic though, and speaking of hiring, Kim started last week, which I think was her first day on the last episode, and now it's a weekend, and it's pretty wild. She has taken off all the demos off my plate. The demo booking page now books on her calendar instead of my calendar. On Thursday, she started, there was a few demos at the start of the week. We use this tool, Grain, grain.co, to record demos. So she went back and watched all of it. I was joking that she was like watching my game tape. 
you know, she like took all these notes and structured it. And then I walked her through my own beats on a uh, call, like one-on-one and answered some of her questions about things. And then by Thursday or her fourth day, she was doing all the demos on her own. We were going to do them together where I was going to sit in and I was like, do you want to do it alone? Like maybe that lets you feel more confident, not having somebody watching you and she liked that idea. And then from there, that first one, she was like, I got it. Yeah. It was crazy how quickly it flipped. It's awesome. Yeah. So I mean, part of that's just the confidence of doing it and the product's simple enough that there's not a crazy amount to understand or figure out how to demo. We were just talking before this podcast recording that she still has some, some gaps in her knowledge, maybe about how certain features work. And so we're going to go through that because people have questions on demos, but for the most part, she handles it fine. She just doesn't want to inadvertently lie or explain something the wrong way. Right. But overall, she's saying it's very good. And the other part that she mentioned, I think, which is very cool, is that she said people are really engaged compared to previous jobs she's worked at. Like people who have done demos are following up to the the follow-up email. They're replying with more questions. They're engaging. They're booking time with Sherelle, our other new employee who's in a more consultative success manager type uh, job and they're booking time with them. So they're engaging with us very deeply, even though they might be in a medium to longer term, like buying cycle than we want. We want people to buy quickly, but we're also just under the mindset now of anything we can do to be generous and get people thinking about things our way will bring them around to us at some point. Yep. So that's very exciting. That progress is just huge. And she's also starting work on the sales pipeline and moving us over to HubSpot. Not only moving, we're already there. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And getting all of the bits and bobs connected so that we can start seeing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little more removed from it than you are. Yeah, but it's cool. I mean, she still has work to do in like getting the data set up like on the dashboards and getting that. But like we have some sales goals in, in mind and she's building dashboards in there that we've just never had the time or expertise to build. And we were using Streak as a serum before and it was fine, but it was helpful that it was in inside Gmail. But then I've been using Superhuman, so I'm not even updating it. It's just, it's been a mess. So now we have somebody who is owning our CRM and our pipeline. And the idea here is that she may or may not own sales forever, not forever, but you know, for the long term. but she at least is setting the structure that if we did hire a more traditional salesperson, somebody whose singular focus was that, and they generally want to slot into a system. It's rare that you find salespeople that want to like also figure out the process. They want to just tell me the process, let me go do my job. And so she's making playbooks for people, call playbooks, like all that sort of stuff. And that's been super huge. But very soon we will have like tracking, oh, people stay in this stage this long and this many people need to come through. And we'll have a much better idea of what it takes to actually make a deal. Definitely. And I think that kind of feeds into an overall theme of the work that we've been doing, which is establishing what are the different, I don't want to say departments or kind of functions within... Shrell calls them swim lanes. Swim lanes. Yeah, swim lanes within the company where now there's a product function and there's a marketing function and there's a sales function and an engineering function. And a lot of it is trying to establish what those functions are, how they work together and what they need to all push arrows forward. Yeah. Well, and we, you mentioned marketing, like we don't have in-house marketing, but we've hired a content marketing agency. And so they're helping us with some of that. The owner of that agency might do some marketing consulting with us. We're still discussing that. But then myself and Sherelle and Kim are feeding or supporting that function while it's not necessarily its own. And yeah, having those things to find, I think is really helping us all focus a little bit more deeply on that one thing. And, and we're getting definitely better results, I think, or starting to see those bets pay off in a little bit, in a little way early on yeah was there anything else on the list that we wanted to touch on no i think that's it i think 
busy week, exciting week. It's crazy that it feels like Kim and Sherelle have been here forever, but it's really only been, they've each only had one full week. So uh, yeah, and soon we will have a couple developers, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's it's really odd the whole experience of that, but it's we've also been talking to them for a while, and it it's a good sign that feels very comfortable quickly. There's yeah. no friction there, and that that feels really great. Yeah. Well, cool. Talk next week. Cool. See you next week.